So I woke up this morning with something on my mind about the, the divide in the world and the divide in this country. Currently, we're at another place of division where it's almost election time again and we're supposed to choose between one or the other. Now, we're going to name these people. We're going to be choosing between Joe Biden and Donald Trump. Anybody that listens to my podcast, I would like for everyone to think of themselves above an umbrella. View yourself above the umbrella and everything that happens in this world under the umbrella. Under the umbrella, currently, there are riots, there is hating the cops, there is racism, there is a pandemic. Under the umbrella is divisiveness, under the umbrella is hate, under the umbrella there is basically no sense of peace. I'm an immigrant and so is a lot of other people. I wasn't the one who decided to come to this country. My parents decided that and I ended up here. As I grow up, as I live here, as I am now older with my own children, I realize something. We are not understanding the concept of as a whole that whatever is divided cannot stand above the umbrella if you look that's what you see is divisiveness and if something is divided if the world is divided it cannot stand so here we are viewing the world and now we're going to envision this now we're going to leave we're going to close the umbrella and we're going to come down and rejoin the world and now that we've rejoined the world we're going to start making decisions in this world in this divisive world and one of the major things coming up currently is what we think to be the biggest decision of our lives this year or every four years now that we've come down from under the umbrella we've closed it we're not no longer viewing the world we're now in it and all we can do right now is decide to ourselves that the biggest decision of our life in this divisive world this not so peaceful world currently is to decide between two parties really really as an immigrant we come here and we want to say we come here for a better life but the slogan for that life is the American dream now because I 
make up in my mind that I'm always going to stay above the umbrella. I view things differently. So now I'm viewing it and I'm saying to myself, well, if I'm viewing above the umbrella, there is no way it's my duty to be so outside of myself to still partake in a divisive situation. Reason being is the only reason that a whole country or world can be in such indiv- I mean decisiveness or in in so much confusion and the only way to have hope of some sort is to choose one party or the other as I'm saying this I'm asking everyone out there doesn't this sound a little bit crazy or skewed how many years have we chosen between one or the other outside of ourselves and it has turned out to be not not in such a way where you're not affected or you're affected once again polarities it's either one or the other the thing is how affected are you based on your decisions the thing I'm trying to get at is that our decisions should be one first and foremost inside of ourselves a perfecting inside of ourselves a deciding inside of ourselves to do good or to do bad to vote for our day to be good or to be bad to come home and to tally up the ballots of our day our actions throughout the day and tally up to see whether a good one or whether a bad one how dare we start going outside of ourselves casting wishes upon parties and individuals that we can clearly see doesn't align or align with us we're not investigating ourselves long enough or at all before we can honestly cast votes on other people basically if we really think about what we're doing when we're voting we're judging and the bible distinctly says do not judge in order for you to make a vote or if we really investigate it which is something also that we do not do we do not seek out a matter we do not research a matter we are basically sitting in front of our tvs and having the tv tell us be angry today be sad today be happy today this is what's wrong with the world oh we have a bad healthcare system but you just picked up free medication you just picked up all the free things humana offers okay you just went to your doctor Now, we can argue back and forth if your doctor is good or not, but you were not denied service. 
So how can you now sit in front of the TV and cast a ballot? Because you feel now, after enjoying or having the services done in healthcare, and now you're going to cast a ballot for two people who is either promising that the healthcare is horrible, which you did not experience, and the healthcare has to be horrible based on the other side for him to give you better healthcare, and you have not experienced bad healthcare. We need to realize that when the TV comes on and tells you something, it is very, 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 very obvious, people. Let's let's get it together. That is probably one out of a million negative things that happened that day that they're focusing on one this specific negative thing what our brains need to start doing is asking ourselves why are you choosing at this current moment to focus on this specific negative thing if we really think about it that negative thing has been happening for so long but today you're deciding, Mr. TV man, to focus on this particular negative thing. We need to start with ourselves first. Before we cast ballots for other people, can we cast ballots for the good or the bad of what we do throughout the day personally first? When you come home at night, we introspect and say, throughout today, I was this good versus I was this amount of bad. Maybe tomorrow I'll do better. Thank you for listening. is love we wait until our wedding day to read Corinthians 13 about love is patient love is kind love does not boast among other things have we ever stopped to ask why we only quote that scripture verse on our wedding day well let's rewind time Were you ever taught how to love? Did your mother show you how to love? Did your father show you how to love? Did your teacher show you how to love? How? How do you know you know how to love? We get into relationships. We come out of relationships. We have children. We meet people. And we claim we love them. How about, I think only God could teach us how to love. Because God is love. The G in God means good. The O in God means orderly. And the D in God means decision or direction so in order for me to love 
I think I have to be taught by God because in hindsight, I was never taught to love by my mother. I was never taught to love by my father. And if you tell the truth, you were never taught either by those same people. We think we know how to love. We think we're doing it right. But now that I have made this observation, and now that you're thinking about it, let's truly evaluate that Corinthians 13 verse. So before I get married, I should really start thinking on this. So love is patient. Love is kind. Hmm. As I go throughout my day, am I patient? Am I kind to the people that are closest to me? Hmm. Do I boast? Do I do things out of pride? Hmm. Do we? Or is it the ego that we're satisfying when we get into relationships with others? See, the ego pretends to be you. The ego takes over your senses because we are spiritual beings in a body. The vehicle, the body. The body has feelings. The body wants to do this. The body wants to talk to her. The body wants to talk to him. The body wants to buy cars. The body wants to do all these things. But is that love? So because I buy you a car, I love you. So because I came and got you and picked you up early, I love you. Hmm. Is it? Well, if we really did it spiritually, we do it like how God says, just to be sure. Because clearly, remember, we don't know how to love if we tell the truth. So now let's do it God's way. And God says, love your neighbor as thyself. Right. But how do you do that, God? Because my neighbor does this to me. And my neighbor does that to me. My neighbor doesn't show me that they love me. But the Bible says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. It says, as you love yourself. So how are you loving yourself? Well, because I decided to figure this out when I realized that I wasn't taught to love, I decided to think about it like this. I would try to think of myself as a newborn baby and what and what I won't let my baby be exposed to. So when I had a baby, you swaddled them up, you kept them warm, you made sure you fed them, you didn't neglect them, you didn't make them miss meals, you took care of that baby. And as that baby got older, you made sure it went to school, you made sure you dressed them a certain way. You were diligently Hopefully, as a good parent, you were diligently taking care of this child and possibly looking for better ways to take care of this child, to go the extra effort, to do the extra thing, to make sure that that child is taken care of. 
So now, to love my neighbor as I love myself, I decided to look at it as a child. So now I'm looking at it as a child and I realize, well, love means that I'm doing all those things for my neighbors. And who are your neighbors, since it's a very general statement or a general word? Your neighbor, before anything else other than yourself, is the people closest to you. So when you have a baby, you basically have decided that you're going to take care of this being for the rest of your life. You turn around and because children are a blessing, you turn around and you thank God immensely for this gift that he's given you. And therefore, because it's a gift, you're going to take care of it. So because I'm thinking of love and loving myself as my neighbor and I'm liking it to that of a child, that means that the people closest to me, I am deciding every day that I'm going to take care of it. I'm deciding every day that I pray and I thank God for bringing this blessing into my life. Are we really thanking God every day for the blessings that he has put in our lives? Or are we constantly telling God what it is that we would like for those people to do? For me to love them. Our prayers tend to be requests to God about people in order for them to change so we can love them. And I'm going to talk about a scenario that just played out today that has now, I know for sure, ended a chapter. Because how I know that I love and I know the meaning of love right now is because I want the best for that person. And I would like for that person to be seen in the greatest of light by his people, by his family, and by his children around him. It became not personal anymore, but it was more about that person walking into what God has called them to be. What is love? Love is a dedication to wanting to see God's glory on a person that he has put in your life. For everybody around me, for everyone that I know, for all the people that I don't know and are under the sound of my voice right now on this podcast, know this, I love you and I love you because I want you to be the epitome of God's image because you are as unique as a fingerprint. You are a unique expression of God's love on this planet. When God wanted to create man, he wanted to create man so that he could be seen in a glorious light. As the tree is in the garden, and as beautiful as that tree is, that tree is now tissue paper, that tree is now a chair, that tree is a everything in your house and that was dependent on the person who God created to look at the tree see it as a gift love it love something inside of them and then put it back into the world as the creation that they've seen so for me when I see someone I'd love for you to be the creation that God has intended you to be good night